Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I've got grade school questions and a million dollars to give away. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Let's go. Get ready. One of the most popular game shows of all time is coming to Audio Up as a podcast. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a call from an inmate at the Indiana State Prison. My name is Phil Chalmers, and I'm a serial killer profiler. How many murders are you responsible for? 36. 47 to 52. I found Sister's killer. I want to see him face to face. Listen to Where the Bodies Are Buried, a true crime podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Uncle Drank, star of The Ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to Lips LA with Scott Lips and Haley Bo Bailey. Hey guys, what is up? And welcome to another episode of Lips LA Radio with Scott Lips. That is me and Haley Bo Bailey. Hello, Haley. It's Haley Bo Bailey, but I still love you. Um, love you too. So um, let's talk about all things. We're located, we're coming to you live today from the Dream Hollywood. Uh, we're at the Great Dash Radio. Uh, this new station, which is really awesome. And I think Haley's, you're like super impressed by the operation we have going oh on here. Oh my God, I walked into an amazing studio. It's air conditioned. It's pretty. It's very, very cool. So I think we'll you start. You have your own theme song already? We got everything. You know, you're going to have your own tag soon. Too. Ooh, so why don't we start by just getting right into it, talking about who we are, what we do, who I am, who you are. And um, why don't we, yeah, that's a good way to kick it off. So is who it, are we, Scott? I don't, well, I think really? that's for you to. I don't know, but let, let's get into it. So, um, anything you want to discuss first, Haley? Well, Scott, I have a question for you. Sure. You are the authority on all things modeling, music, and social media. Basically, just, you know, everything. And Lips LA also does so much content. They're almost like a content agency itself. How did you get to where you are when you were just a drummer back in the day? Yeah, I mean, my humble beginning started as... I was actually a drummer in sort of this, like, almost like a hair metal band for many years. But more hard rock, more Guns N' Roses, Rolling Stones, a band called Black Cherry. It was the singer of a band called LA Guns back in the... I won't even tell you the year, but it was during the... 1800s. Let's say the 90s. The 90s. Not the 1800s. I'm not, I'm not 400. Um <laughs> But anyway, um, it was awesome. I had long blonde hair. I looked like Steven Adler from Guns N' Roses, the drummer oh. or something, or a mixture of him and like Steven Tyler or something. Oh. And anyway, I'm just these are not hip hop, you know, this is rock and roll, <laughs> Haley. Get back to the rock and roll. Um, I never really thought I'd be doing what I was doing. I never in a million years thought I would have a model agency slash influencer agency slash 
celebrity endorsement company doing content and being this incredible hybrid of everything, all things sort of media related. And it's not something I ever set out to do. The, the short story is because you would have to have hours of I hurt my arm playing drums years ago. After Black Cherry, I um, joined a disco band, believe it or not, called the Boogie Nights. I used to do that dance from Saturday Night Fever. You do know Saturday Night Fever. Is that right? the one with Mark Wahlberg being a porn star? That's Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. Saturday Night Fever was a different movie. John Travolta, great movie. There was a dance in this movie. I, I feel like we spoke oh, about Saturday Night Fever. You can't before. see it, but I'm doing it. Is this it? That's it. And I and I actually did that dance. I played in this disco band for a, a hot minute, and I hurt my arm on tour. Started working for the Red Hot Chili Peppers manager. I know you know them, right? Yes. And um, and that's kind of where my whole management thing started. Um, couple, you know, I actually sort of uh, my cousin owned a model agency, and my mother called me and she said, you know, if you're not getting where you need to be on the music business side of things, maybe you can go work with your cousin. Now I worked at record labels after the Chili Peppers management, and everyone looked at me as an artist. So no one let me. Pick I wanted to own a record label. I didn't want to just be like a guy listening to tapes and interning and assisting. So before you know it, I sort of flubbed my way into a driver position at my cousin's agency that he owns in L.A., pre-Uber. I, I started as a driver in the modern business, right? Can you believe that? But it's actually a cool story because, I mean, think about it, right? I literally started as like a driver in the model business. And I mean, I think it just goes to show you if you really work hard. And, and that's really was only thing. I was really committed to working really hard and busting my ass. Were so you that driving I, hot models around? It was pre-Uber and like girls would come here, you know, you strictly models. Yeah. You would come here from Oregon or wherever you were that's coming from. Job. Right. Right. But I, I was like a drummer. I didn't know what, I, what was going on. I was like, OK, I'll drive people around and get paid for it. I didn't get paid much. I think they paid me in gas money only. <laughs> There's zero point to that. I only got paid in gas money. Um, and before you know it, my my relative actually fired me. He's like, you should get some experience somewhere else and come back after you have experience. And I was like, well, if you're firing me, I'm going to try and do better than you. And that's Are there kinda, snacks in your car? There was nothing. I, I had a Toyota. Like I think I had like a Camry or something. I, I had nothing. It was not Uber. There, no one was paying <laughs> me. It was. I would actually go to cast and drive girls to casting. Just I some guy started. with a car. It was a guy with a car. Pre, but remember, pre-Uber... You know, models need when there was. You guys, where do you guys have casting? Wait, that's all so over, true. Right? How do you get around in the eighties? Right. Well, let's say the nineties. The nineties. Where, like, before Uber, right? These castings are all tell people. Like, oh. castings are all oh, spread dude, out. Yeah, no, L.A. Like, you will be. You leave your house. You're not coming back till nighttime. You're going downtown, to the beach, to the O.C., to somewhere else. And there's so much traffic here. There's so many people here with a dream driving around. El Segundo, right? These castings are like all over the place, right? So that's what I had to do. And before you know it, I kind of like BS my way into becoming an agent because I needed a job and the driver thing on my resume wasn't going to really get me to where I needed to be. With McDonald's, um, No, I I worked at an agency called United and a few of the uh, agents I worked with had, had, it was an agency called United Prima Omar's. We represented people like Mila Jovovich and people like that. And a few of the agents had left the women's division after I started leaving me there by myself. And I had clients at the time, I think like January Jones was a client, the actress, and oh, nice. Pat Malashki, who was on Top Chef. But these were models at the time. Um, and I didn't, I really didn't know what I was doing, but, you know, try about fire sometimes. And I remember one of the guys across from me used to say, hey, Scotty, Helman Newton's in town. Just call him. He's at the Chateau. Ooh. And I was, li- I was like, oh, I don't know who he is. He's just some photographer. Little did, I, little did I know he was the most famous photographer in the world ever. And at that point, he was probably 80 and no one just called him. But I was so, I really like had this drive and ambition and I would just call people like that. And ultimately I got through and sent them people and that's how I started my career as an agent. A couple years later, I came to New York. I had Elite Models funded me on one management agency. I started about 17 years ago and about a year and a half ago, we launched Lips LA, which is why we're sitting here today. 
So I want to know. And about here you. we are. Here we are. So that's, I guess, why. Um, and um, I didn't actually know all this, so thank you. Yeah, that's kind of why I think that you know we represent a lot of great people from Cardi B to you know Steve Aoki to you to Jessica to Helena Christensen, Lottie Moss, Lottie Moss to Annalise Gallagher to everyone. I mean, a lot of people on the show that we have on the show are people that we work with, which was one of the really great ideas that I spoke about early on with Dash, and so. Um, that's what the show is all about, you know, and so that's why I, I think that we can speak from a, a point of really, um, you know, authority in the space of, you know, representing some top celebrities, top models, having a model agency in, in New York for, I no, guess, I 17 like years. I am, honored to be with your agency. And, you have um, so many famous people. <laughs> but it's, and we're honored to have you, and it's all great. And so I want to know a little bit about you, because I know that ultimately, like, you do much more than just modeling now, and I think a lot of our talent has that to offer, and that's what's super interesting. So just to talk about you for a second, I think five years ago you were doing things like Ecom, and now you're on a Netflix Which, show. Just so you guys know, Ecom is one of the most hated things models do. I mean, should I say that? We don't like it. It is eight hours a day. Pays the 200 bills, outfits. right? You know, yeah, it's the bread and butter of modeling. It's yeah. the unglamorous side. Well, especially in California, and a lot of the business now has become, especially in California, about Ecom. But... Um, you know, you you re- now you're on the Netflix show called Turnt, which is great, and it's you and a bunch of people from Musically and YouTube, and some and that's coming out soon. We don't, I, I'm not sure what the what's the date is where what, August? the date is up in the air, but apparently air. it's getting pushed back because we're getting billboards. So I'm okay with that. So we're all, we're great with that. So yes. you've done that. You've built up your following on you know on Instagram from from zero to almost what four hundred thousand already, which is great. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, you've done a great job and, and building a brand now is not easy. So I, I think just for a minute, let's hear about your story, how you started. And then we're going to have our guest, Annalise Gallagher on. So let's talk about how you started, how you went from having, you know, doing e-com five years ago to having almost a half a million followers, being on a show on Netflix. And in movies and on the big screen. Exactly. <laughs> Modeling, doing all kinds of brand deals. So that's what I think everyone, we should so tell people all right. about all that stuff. Let's jump into it with yeah. me. I'll keep it short and sweet. So I, against my parents' will, I moved to LA at 18 and skipped college and pretty much was the cliche of a girl who moves to LA and loses her mind a little bit. You know, goes to all the dinners and goes out. You're like, I'm hanging out with Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm so cool. And you know, everyone does that actually. Um, so after a year here with Next Models, I wasn't really getting anywhere and my measurements weren't up to standard and was just, you know, going out. Was it dating a promoter? Right? How stupid is that, Scott? I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend it, but <laughs> you know, to each his own, I guess. You're very politically <laughs> correct. Right. I am not. Right. So I had to move home because my agency dropped me. And I had worked so hard to get where I was and had gotten some things. But yeah, all my dreams were crushed when they dropped me and my dad flew to L.A. and flew me back home to Oregon. <laughs> so I spent a year there resetting and realizing that I did not want to work a normal job and that I had was wasting all of my potential. So got my head back in the game, lost some weight, got mature, da, 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 moved back to LA with a vengeance. And let's see. Okay. So the reason I feel like I'm successful now is because I was on Instagram before it was a thing. I discovered it because all of my dad's old man friends were using Instagram to stay connected. And I was like, well, I want one. So I got a good username because I started early. And all my friends literally hated me because they thought I was so conceited for posting selfies, for posting modeling stuff. They would legit weren't my friend anymore because of Instagram, which turned out to be in my favor because now all of my model friends that hated Instagram are scrambling to become Instagram famous. And I'm like, huh. And there's a lot of haters out there, but you know what? I think we can use this to be a positive thing in life, right? I always yeah. tell people like, 
there's always haters people hide behind all this anonymity with instagram but ultimately if you can turn this into a positive thing look at Haley, right i mean you're now building a, a really nice brand from social media and, and that's really great and so and one thing we can talk about for a second right uh, you know we talked about your measurements weren't what the, you know people say they mm-hmm. should be but you know it's not like that anymore. It's things not. Have, things have changed a lot. I think Thank people. You, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I mean, people are really accepting of people that are real and that are, you know, that are. It's not everyone needs to be like this certain stereotype or whatever. So I think things are changing. The stereotypes are changing. The industry is changing. And what's good is that social media does allow people to have careers. You know, every time you you see all kinds of people on Instagram and a lot of successful people that may not have been successful before, you know, that are they're in different genres because they've used it to market themselves. Yeah, Scott, so how has social media changed the game? Because you were one of the first agencies in L.A. that like was utilizing Instagram when everybody else was like, F that we're just models. But I feel like. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I was the first agency, I think, in the whole fashion modeling business to have a division for this at One Management in New York media. for social media. And did people give you crap for that? Like, Yeah, I mean, I think other agencies were, again, the haters, yeah, like, oh, like, what are they doing? Exactly. You know, they're going to represent people that have big social media followings. I mean, ultimately, listen, it's, it's, it's where the whole business is mm-hmm. gone. And me and so, you both got on it early, and that's why, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't think, you know, no one faults Gigi or the biggest models in the world for using social <laughs> media, right? They've, no. they've made millions of dollars from tapping into that thing I think even Cara Delevingne said she would not be as successful as no. she is without Instagram no I mean she she actually has a great personality she's really exactly. funny as are you and yes. so I think that people get to see that and so I think that is the, the good thing so it's a little bit into our lives I've been listening to a lot of podcasts um, the last couple of days and um, I think it's a great thing that you can hear people's stories and so I, we're going to incorporate a little bit of that into our show today we're going to bring on um, rock and roll royalty in a second uh, Anna She's Gallagher. In, I see her. Gallagher, rock and roll royalty. Her dad is Noel Gallagher from Oasis, and mm-hmm. um, she's amazing. And she does a lot of great things. And we're sort of gonna talk to her about um, everything she does and um, who she is. Brain. Yeah, and we're excited to have her here. So, um, hi. Hey, How's it kitty. going? Um, have a seat. Um, and yeah, so so we're excited. We're gonna talk about all things photography and um, all things culture and some cool things. And so. Um, yeah, we're really excited to, to get into the conversation now. You're listening to Lips LA with Scott Lips. Want to welcome you to the world of our radio show. Yeah, I think it's better, right? You're sitting in between us. It's cool. It's like, you know. Sorry, do you think that cla- way, claustrophobic over there? That way we can both talk to you and it's like not. So so how are you today? Good. Can you hear? I think we're good. She's wearing there, there yellow. We it's beautiful. It's hot outside. Yeah, I like the sun. How's it going? It's good. Are you excited to be in sunny California now? Yeah, although the last couple of days it's been like too hot. Too hot, I know. Does it ever get that way in London or not really? Like never. It was like oh. 120 where I was. Or for those oh, English were you in the valley? 44 degrees. <laughs> yeah, I was. Okay. That, it's, uh, that's, we, we migrated to the beach because it's like 10 degrees cooler there. So it's yeah, quite easy. So. Still not worth the drive to me, honestly. So that for the, hard. so I think you're incredible. And for those of, of everyone who's listening that may not know everything about you, like I do, I know a lot about you. I'd love to hear more about you. Mm-hmm. So um, you have the photography. You're on the cover of Tatler. Ooh. I mean, you have a great story, and and there's so much to tell. So I'd almost love you to tell the story because it's almost better than me telling the story. Um, <laughs> so if you don't mind, kind of just jump in and like tell everyone, like kind of I guess how you got here, a little bit about your cool story, like. How you started, what you're connected to, photography, music, culture, fashion, all that kind of stuff. So it's not just me asking you like random questions. I'd love to hear your story from yourself. You know. Um, I guess I've kind of I've had definitely a, an interesting upbringing. 
Um, as you know, my dad's a big musician, so I kind of I grew we up. We can say he's in Oasis. Yeah, he's in, he's in Oasis, yeah. and I grew up kind of, you know, in that lifestyle. I mean, obviously, I was a kid, so like, I didn't really understand it that much. But I've always had like my parents are so creative, so I've had lots of influences like on fashion and music and art and culture, like like since like I was like a baby. Were bred into it exactly but incredible influences yeah and like yeah. not like all the stuff was like cool yeah <laughs> the good Which influences good. <laughs> yeah exactly not, not, not hip hop but I feel like you listen to a lot of hip hop do you I don't listen to a lot oh, of we, hip hop we were in the car that one oh, time oh yeah 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 I don't know there was just a lot of hip hop like, playing I can like so. I can like vibe to hip hop okay, like okay. when you're going out it pumps you up for the moment yeah. exactly okay. you're not like at your house blasting it exactly <laughs> so you grew up and what were you into because I mean you had yeah. all these influences coming from your family and whatnot but what were you, what did you take to? So when I was growing up, I like 100% thought, well, that I was going to do something to do with fashion. That was it. Like I was like set on that. I was like, I love this. And, and I mean, I've always loved music, but I've never been any good at it. Like I've played like every instrument you ever. Sing? You sing at all? No, no. I'm like tone deaf. <laughs> it's awful. I've like, I've played the violin. I've played the flute. Like all went to shit, basically awful. And then... I kind of, I loved being around musicians and I loved the whole kind of the creative process behind it. And I kind of realized the fashion, I can enjoy it, but like maybe it's not something that I'm going to be able to do myself. Did you want to be a designer, a model? Yeah, like, like I what, mean, what? I never, I never wanted to be a model. I always thought that was really boring. Yeah. I always a wanted boring. to, yeah. <laughs> but I, I wanted to be somebody behind the scenes making the like creative like um, decisions. And then I kind of, I got a camera for my birthday. Canon or Nikon? It was a Canon. Okay, cool. Oh, how did you know that? I asked two questions. There's only two cameras, really, and Sony. Yeah, and Sony. It could have been a Leica or something. Could have oh, been. I mean, on. if I got a Leica for my first camera, <laughs> <I'd> like, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I got a Canon. My first ever camera I got was a film camera, though. So I got... Did my, you ever expose film and ruin everything? Yeah, many times. <laughs> but I got, I got the camera, and then I started taking photos... And I kind of was like, oh, these are actually good. <laughs> like, I'm actually pretty good at this. And I just thought I was going to do it as fun. Like, I never thought that, you know, like, it was never a possibility in my mind. That, that you'd be like a photographer. Yeah, right. like, I just was like, oh, I'm taking photos of my friends. But then... But you probably had cool friends. So. Yeah, so then right. loads of my friends that are in bands yeah. were like, oh, your photos are good and you're our friend. Like, come and take photos of us. Really, they were like, come and take photos of us for free. Cause yeah. So I was like, I was never thinking of charging anyone. It was like, it's good for me. I love it. So I started taking these photos. And then they, I just, the reception I got from it was so, was so good. And then, and then at I, some point of the conversation, turn around like, by the way, you got to pay me for these. Yeah, photos. no, and it's funny <laughs> because it's when it's people that you haven't been charging before, right. and you're like, pay, like doing it for free, and then one day you're like, and you hit him with the, you're like, invoice. actually, like now you need. What I do now is I don't like for my friends and things, I don't charge them for my time there, but because I shoot on film, I just charge them for the film that I've okay. used. Or you send them like a text, like, hey, can you send me that Venmo for five thousand dollars? <laughs> oh, something? do you only shoot film? <laughs> yeah, only. Oh, cool. I know, I just... No one does that anymore. No, I know, but, like, I was thinking, I was having a conversation with my friend Scarlett, who's over there, uh, last night. I was talking to her about how I genuinely find shooting on um, digital cameras, like, really hard. Really? Like, you know, I've, my only I've question to you, because I've never really used a film camera. Hmm. I mean, I dabble, but I, I, I don't really know how to... So, 
if you shoot a whole shoot for like mm-hmm. a magazine or something right. and then it doesn't come out the way you want to what do you do because when you're shooting digitally you it's can kind true, of yeah. you can see it and you're like oh i like this i don't oh, like yeah, this true. what do you that do ever happened on a has it, has it, that the photos were well no i haven't had it for for work but i've had it for college like okay, like you did I've an had assignment a fin- and then like i had like, like my a- final like final exam and i obviously left it to like the day before because i didn't plan anything and i was like oh it's all good like you know i'm good at what i do and i was like i'll just go outside and i'll take some photos of my friends and i took a whole roll of film and i took it back to process it myself in a dark room and every single picture was blank oh. and i was like what have i done because the like, day before your final yeah, so like, i'm like exactly and i'm like what am i gonna do but then i ended up just like using old pictures and like pretending that i took them the day before which was kind of okay oh, yeah. you, what was your grade what'd you get an a I, yeah, I got an A. All right, duh. That's okay. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I'm well, so good at what I do. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I think it's it's a big insight to what you do, and I think everyone check out Tatler. Check out your photography. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, check out my photography page on Instagram. It's uh, oh, I don't uh, know yeah. how to say it. At photograph, but it's spelled F O T O G R A double F underscore. We'll probably we'll You're probably so cool. put that somewhere just, too. Yeah. Know. So check Follow. out the photos. Um, the next generation. Super excited to have you here. And thanks for coming on. Hopefully it wasn't too painful. No, I loved it. Okay, I love cool. you guys. We love well, you. Love you too. So um, and we're back. We got uh, Montana Tucker in the house. You're listening to Lips LA with Scott Lips. Hello, hello. We are back with Montana Tucker. Hey. Oh, look at that pretty face. Oh, stop it, Haley. <laughs> and you guys already know each other, which is even cooler. So. I met do. her by being in her amazing skits. Honestly, Haley was in one of my biggest videos on Instagram. Well, so let's talk about who crazy. you are because you have so much going on. That <laughs> yeah. is so cool. Who so, are you? Who are you? We've, we've actually <laughs> known each other for probably like a year and a half. How'd you meet? Yeah. How'd you meet? Um, in a dark, uh, we met in a dark alleyway somewhere. <laughs> but um, so Montana's, <laughs> the, when I first met Montana, I feel like you had like 40,000 followers, right? Yeah, around around 40,000 or maybe it was like 60,000. And, and you've been dancing your nothing. whole life. You're like, a, you've been a professional dancer since you were what age? Yeah, I started dancing when I was eight years old. Um, just hip hop dancing. I never did ballet or jazz or anything else. I wish I did, but never did. Wait, you started I, at hip hop as like a kid? Yeah. Whoa. I was a kid in, in Florida. I grew up in Florida. Um, like the Fresh Prince and what was that band called? Will Smith? Was it the, <laughs> that was the TV Jazzy show. J? That band Jazzy Will Smith. J? That band no, Jazzy, Will Smith. no, no, Jazzy J and the the pre- Fresh Prince. They had like a rap duo. Did like, they? I yeah, just yeah. know Fresh Prince. Yeah. yeah me too. Okay. Um, yeah. So I just like started dancing a lot, and then I backup dance for a bunch of artists, Ashanti and Remy Ma. Um, which was like I was like the only little like little white girl dancing oh for them. But it was amazing. And then from there, I wanted to be an artist. And this is before social media. So I was singing and dancing and everything before I really got into social media. And really, it's about like a year and a half ago, kind of, is when I just randomly started doing videos with Lele. And then Lele, from there, Lele, Lele Pons. Pons. Oh, so that's right. how Lele I saw you came on set. I didn't know who yes. you were. You just busted out these moves, and I was like, "She is awesome." <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's how we met on one of Lele's YouTube videos. So you're dancing um, as a kid. You're doing hip hop, yes. and then you're like, "Screw it! I'm gonna move to LA." It's a yeah. year. It's like I, I'm, this is what I'm gonna do with my life. I mean, where did at what point did it? Yeah, become- I um I actually I did a lot of 
singing and dancing when I was younger. And then I took like a big break for about five years, which is a big chunk of time. What were you doing in those um, five years? Like kind of just going to school yeah. with my family in Florida, just kind of trying to figure out really what I wanted to do. And then I got offered to go on tour in China, which this is again oh. before my social media kind of went crazy. So I still don't understand how they knew me, but it was a in huge- In China? Yeah, uh, it was yeah. a crazy, I went on tour for a month and a half doing all my own music and I had two backup dancers. And then after that, I was like, if I'm going to do this full time, I got to live in LA. Just have to. So. And then you, so you come out to LA, you don't know anyone or do you know- Lay -Lay um, I knew people because I used to come back and forth with my with my mom when I was younger. Okay. So I knew I knew people, but not the social media world at all. So you basically, you basically went from not knowing anyone in this town to like knowing everyone. Yeah. In the scope of <laughs> Kinda, I guess. Wait, yeah. so you said about a year ago when you started all this. What was your big moment? Um, I think literally Lele saw a video of me like in dance class, horrible quality, iPhone quality, like iPhone 4 quality. And she was like, who is this girl? I want to book her for one of my YouTube videos. Did you and get a so, DM from her? No, a friend knew both of mm -hmm. us and connected us. And I didn't even know who she was at the time. I'm like, now I don't, I don't understand. Now we're best friends and like <laughs> see each other every day. Um, hey, but Lily. it was crazy. Yeah. And so from that and like seeing how she did her, her videos, I, I got really inspired to make my own. So I, we, her and I still collaborate all the time on videos, but then I started creating my own and I try to always have messages with my videos, which is, I think really cool. Um, and so I do like an anti-bullying video, which is the video Kristen was what in. Six million. Yeah, six million. it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. Why do I say Who Kristen? Is Kristen? Who the heck is Kristen? Who is Kristen? Who the heck Haley? is Kristen? Haley. I literally don't okay. even know We're a having a whole name thing today. But <laughs> I literally yeah. don't even know a Kristen. I'm introducing um, you again. Haley Montana. Montana Monica? Haley. Wait, she called me Monica when we walked in, so <laughs> all right, to be fair. So it's all good. Um, no, literally Haley was in my video, and that was one of my best performed videos, which is really crazy. But I think it's also nowadays with our society, bullying is such a big thing, and people go through it. A lot, and especially cyberbullying with Instagram and social media. I feel like more than ever, people are going through that. So I think that's kind of why. It, it's true. And one of the things I always love about you is that you have like a great aspirational message. So and not you, a lot of people have that. No, and almost. I mean, there's not yeah. a lot of people have that. And also, you do it in a way where it's like the content is great. You're a great dancer. You're super talented. You're a great singer. But yet, it's also there's a message there. And I think with so much negativity going on yes. out there in this world, and especially online, because. We all know how much negativity there is online. You're turning that into a positive thing, right? So you just did a, a great, is actually a, a song dropping this week. Yes. Uh, I'm Not and Alone. It's great. Yay, so, so check out you. I'm Not Alone. We're actually going to play I'm Not Alone Woo! a little bit. But before we play I'm Not Alone, tell us, because I saw this incredible video that yes. you feature all, all these amazing people in the video. And, and tell us a bit about the story behind that video that people are going to get to see pretty soon. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited for it. Um, this is the first song I put out in a really, really long time. And I was always cautious about putting music out because I wanted to make sure that I had, you know, a really bi more, a bigger purpose than just putting out a song. And I get messages from kids all over the world saying, you know, I wish I could dance like you. I wish I could look like you, but I have this disability or this t person is telling me that I can't. So I want to show people like no matter who you are, no matter what you've been through, that you can follow your dreams and you can dance and be happy. So I gathered um, a group of amazing people with different limitations. Um, I have three kids with Down syndrome, um, a girl with spina bifida, a paraplegic, um, all just all different kinds of all different walks of life. And they all just love music and dance and so I brought them all together and they talked about you met them on Instagram them? yes so I met most of them through yeah. social media I did I did research um, for Down Syndrome I called the Down Syndrome Association of LA um, I love to do a lot of a lot of charity work so I found I found them and some of them I already did a short Instagram video with a few months ago and then um, I gathered those people and a few more for that actual big music video you're listening to Lips LA with Scott Lips what else is there
Um, Everything. YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Check it on YouTube. Everywhere. So, um, and you're going to be, so you got a bunch of stuff coming up. Like, tell us a little bit about your, some of your projects coming up. So, obviously, that's coming up, yeah. which is great. I'm performing at the, um, so I partnered with Zumba. They licensed the song, I'm Not Alone. So, if you follow me on social, I've been posting, like, little snippets of people all around the world dancing to it. And the song's not even out yet. So, it's really kind of crazy that people literally all over the world are dancing to it already. Um, and so, I'm performing at their big convention. It's, like, 10,000 people in Orlando. Amazing. On the 25th of july so i'm very very excited for yeah and that. if you if you want to get some comic relief tune in to check out montana's um instagram and you can see me and ross butler trying to attempt scott to was killing it oh, yeah. scott was ki- yeah. scott actually could have danced more in that video i could like uh, that's always something for the future i guess we can do our own yes. video where i look completely foolish and <laughs> stupid Did but you, you know no. that's always something oh my gosh, we can do. You have so to see it. we'll have to show it to you so basically <laughs> the two second version is we were chatting we brought in ross from 13 reasons why and, and ross is actually like a pro dance. I don't know. Ross like broke he out. He was these, like a break. He said he was a break dancer and he was doing all these moves. That yeah. I don't even know. No, but he he. I said no. No, he can actually. I was surprised. I didn't know that he had any kind of dance experience, but he was a break dancer apparently so beforehand. Vi- so could do could like spin on his head. Yeah, the video starts yeah. with Montana and Matt doing you know regular you know stuff, and then before you know it, I look stupid dancing, and Ross comes in and he's. A genius. So, um, so yeah. So we're super excited to have you here. We're gonna be on the lookout. Check out "I'm Not Alone," Montana Yay. Tucker, and um, and love you and thank you for coming by. Thank you. Love yes, you. Yes. So um, oh, and next it. in thank the studio you. here, we're really really happy to have Bryce Vine, and hey. he's just walking in here, hey. looking good, looking good. <laughs> Bryce's Bryce's mom knew Mona, one of our agents, which was the craziest connection in the whole world, which no is so way. cool. So like. I think Bryce's mom was a model, and then Bryce's mom knew Mana, one of her agents. So when we first met Bryce, that was super cool because there was already like a connection, like a family connection. Um, so we're going to bring Bryce on. Bryce, Montana, have met before, I think. Yes. So, so what's up? What's up, guys? And because um, I know Haley ha- Haley's got a busy day, so we're trying to make sure we get everything into this right now before the end of today. So, um, but Montana, thank you, and thank you. Uh, and we'll see you again soon. I appreciate Yay! it. This is Lips LA on Dash Radio. What's up, guys? We're here with Bryce Vine. Super excited about hey. this. Super talented artist that we're working with and on Warner Brothers Records with an amazing song out called Drew Barrymore, amongst other songs. We're going to talk about Bryce's music. We're actually going to do our first live segment coming up here soon. I mean, we had to go run and I'm get the it. first. We have to get a nine volt, but so after suck. the nine volt, we're going to we're going to oh, get yeah, into first, it. So. First thing, and his battery's already dead. Well, this we're is our professional. This I'm is so our only professional. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. This is our second episode, so you're the first live performance for sure. But I think it's going to be a regular thing. Um, but Bryce, what's up, man? Tell us about what's everything, Bryce. Everything's good, bro. Bryce, Great I to have see a you. Question. Everything's cool, man. What's your question? Haley's got a question. Have, have you have you met met Drew Barrymore? I never met her before. Do you have a crush on her? I don't any. I mean, I did. Okay, you've seen. Have you seen ET? Yeah, I've seen ET, okay, but cool. I definitely did not have a crush on Drew Barrymore when <laughs> ET was at that age. <laughs> no, never. How, how, I, how I think I was you? always older than Drew Barrymore in ET. Like I had never. I don't ever remember being like, oh, she's a door. Like I would date her. Because you, know? <laughs> you were already that's, that's, an adult. Yeah, exactly. I can't yeah, even I remember was how old was she in that movie. She's like a little baby. She's oh, a child. Okay, I don't yeah, remember. She's a child. Okay. No, like wedding singer. Would you make out with her? Yeah. Wedding singer. Wedding yeah. singer. Adam Sandler. Let's make sure we yeah. put a disclaimer on that. Wedding singer. Bryce wedding isn't singer creepy. Drew yeah. <laughs> it's um. really easy to get the wrong headline these days, <laughs> right. isn't it? Did you write this song because you can make a pun out of her last name? So funny. That one pun. You're, you're, I see, I see, you're good at stirring the pot. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, Julia Michaels wrote that line like three years ago for me. Who's and, that? 
She did that song. Uh, she's a huge writer, but she yeah. did that song, Issues. I got issues. You know. And I got <laughs> issues. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I feel like that's how every girl sings really it to themselves. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, but she wrote that hook. So, I mean, like part of it. Okay. So you, wrote, you actually wrote the song with her? I, so she, she wrote that whole line. Uh, you're the next Drew Barry and I want more. Years ago. Okay. And I just, the beat that they had made for it just was, did, it had didn't nothing work. to do did with me. It didn't it? work. Mm-mm. No, she wrote it for me and then I ended up using it when I finished making the beat for this song and showed it to everybody and they're like, I think this has some potential. Mm-hmm. I think you finally made a song with potential. <laughs> <laughs> now that's, I haven't even looked lately on the amount of streams, but I'm sure it's getting a ton of streams on Spotify, right? What is it up to now? It's yeah. Probably, uh, it's, it's like I don't know the exact right. number. You're like uh, you thirty-two thousand. Oh, I don't know. Somewhere around ninety-five. And nineteen. <laughs> it's like it's almost at nineteen million. Wow, that's so. incredible. Can I ask a beginner so. question? Yeah, ask a beginner. What is question. Spotify? No, nah, I have I have that no. Andable music. Anyway, um, so is it per view? You just get paid money. So if I just played it on repeat, I could pay your rent. <laughs> Well, I don't know if I, I get paid. I don't, I don't think don't. there's enough times so that you can pay that to pay my rent. Okay, got it. Maybe. You'd have to just sit <laughs> home all day. And that's not, what I mean. That's, not do anything else. Be, yeah, exactly. And just I might just be doing that tonight. That would be what you do now. <laughs> be, right. Your jo- job. What is your job? Are you a influencer <laughs> oh. or creator? Or do you sit at home and play Drew Barrymore a thousand times a day? <laughs> and not get paid for I think for Bryce it. is fine anyway. I mean, he can what, pay. He's doing great. What do you do already? If that's going to be your new side I listen to Disney music mostly. That's what you do for a living? Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, model act, you know. Okay. Yeah. She's on, you have that personality. Yeah, Haley's on a TV show um, oh, no way. called Turned on Netflix. She models, all kinds of stuff. You're a, oh, I've seen the, I think I've seen the thing for No, that. it's not out yet, but thank you. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad out. I wasn't sure. I was like, oh my God, I loved her. True. <laughs> You're, that's you? No way. But Bryce, I, um, you know, my, we didn't even get into it, Haley, but you know, a little bit. So I played drums and I think, you know, I no. played drums with Courtney Love. And so I started out as a drummer and I want to know how you got discovered because my discovery, I like kind of got, I, I ended up playing with Courtney at the one the 10 year anniversary of the company I have in New York one management and that's how I started playing with her so it was a real random weird way how I joined her band but you probably got discovered in like a very cool way right not that cool or or whatever (laughs) there's a cool there's always a cool story how people get discovered how people start so what like if 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 everyone needs to know like how we're you know to take take us from like you start singing you're growing up and then to Drew Barrymore like how did that process happen because obviously a label got involved the manager got involved the song went really big Julia Michaels helped write the, the you know the hook yeah. of the song were you dating somebody so, famous he was dating <laughs> yeah. Drew Barrymore yeah <laughs> wasn't. yeah she yeah. just she stopped answering my calls um <laughs> I don't know, man. I had been doing music since I was 13 years old. Like, I wow. figured out that's what I wanted to do, and I just knew all through high school. So I didn't really have to worry about figuring that out. Right. You know what I mean? I just, um, I was in a punk band in high school. What was the band called? Good Cell. It was a street sign that my drummer had stolen. I had a lesbian drummer and a stoner surfer bassist. and. So Actually, it's so punk. It was Who's so your punk. favorite punk band? You have a favorite punk band? Uh, no, that's not punk. No. That's <laughs> that's not punk. That's glam. That's glam. Exactly. Yeah, yeah Scott was yeah. out there yeah, doing exactly. that. So, who's your favorite? Do you have a favorite punk band? Yeah, I got like Rancid. Yeah, probably is my, cool. one of my favorites. Operation Ivy. So uh, one of my favorite bands is the Distillers, and it reminds oh, me of yeah. that. And I play in Courtney's band, which used to be called Hole. And yeah. there's a rem- there's definitely something similar to like. 
you know, the Stillers and Hole, like the early Hole stuff. It's well, all yeah. this like early kind of punk. They were all part LA, of the same group. I mean, uh, the girl from Distillers was married to Lars Fredrickson from Rancid. Well, she's married to Josh Ohm now from Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, wow. So, um, Brody Dale. Oh, yeah, she really cool. likes the rock stars. She's a, she's a badass. So, yeah. But she's great. But that's the same family of punk bands. That's cool. I didn't even know that about you. See, every day you find out something new about people. Um, and that's cool. So, okay, so you're into punk. You're in the the band yeah. One Cell. I, good Cell. Good Cell. <laughs> One Cell. That's can probably we, a better name. Can we can we Google that? Is that band like Google? Oh Google God, right I now. really hope not. Okay. I really don't think so. I don't okay. think it. I mean, not like we had a great time. Actually, I just so the drummer she just got married uh, last Sunday, and I was a groomsman at her. Well, I guess we're a bridesmaid. I'm not really sure how that works. Is she still but, a lesbian? Oh yeah, she's still yeah she's still <laughs> a lesbian. Uh, she identifies as a lesbian. <laughs> That's how you say that now. Um, yeah, no, she said she just got married. I was the whole band was were groomsmen. Cool. And it was a blast. That's very cool. Yeah. Oh, oh you, you mean the whole old band, yeah. the, the old band. Friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good oh, yeah. sell. Everyone in Good Sell was a groomsman. Yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah. So then All after groomsman, you, you didn't you didn't join another punk band. You did something. No, different. no. I, I uh, so I I. Once I found out that you could go to school for music, I was like, cool, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Because all through high school, like, I was always getting in trouble for, like, writing songs in class. And they're like, you're not going to get into college. I'm like, ha. Did you go to college? I did. Oh, I didn't, but that's cool. No? No. You, but you went to school for music. That makes, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no school no, for modeling. What, what music school was it? There, yeah, I guess. There's John Ca- there is John Casablanca's. I went to Berkeley in Boston. Uh. Huh. Berkeley, that's awesome. Well, John Casablanca's is that a? That's, that was an old like modeling school back in the day. You just take your money and yeah. say you're going to be a model, and then yeah, not not a real authentic <laughs> way to become a model. But but yeah. by the way, for you guys that don't know, that's like, kind of what music school is. But but Berkeley <laughs> music because I have friends that went there, and I went to MI here. I went to PIT oh, you here. Did? Yeah, like you need to be like a genius to go to Berkeley. You went to MI. I went to MI. Like I I had like a little. I used to have like a jam thing with like Jason Newstead from Metallica. And this guy, Chuck Brandt, that joined the Black Crows. Like, that was how I started. I went to music school out here. And I had long hair. And I joined this, like, uh, like L.A. strip band. Mm. But, um, so you went to Berkeley. No so if you went to Berkeley, you're, like, you're like a serious, like, because you, you need to, like, they thought be an incredible so, player to go. Yeah, I mean, no one goes to Berkeley and can't play I was well. by no means an incredible player. And I'm about to play guitar, so I really don't want you to think I'm an incredible player because well, I'm not. If I you went to Berkeley, you can play guitar. No, no, no. I went to Berkeley for singing, oh, okay, and okay. I sang jazz okay, okay, when I was okay, there, mostly. Okay. Like, I was, I, I'm not a good guitar player. Yeah. I'm not being modest. Okay, I'm just yeah. not. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I went there. I met my producer. I met my DJ, who's still my DJ. My producer is still my producer. One of my good friends who I started making music with is now in a DJ duo called Lost Kings. Oh, it's cool. like blowing up. Yeah. And, um, so you went to school to sing jazz, which is a departure. Wait, I right? love jazz. Yeah. Do you ever go to Baked Potato here? What? <laughs> it's a jazz place. Is it called the Big? But it's in Studio City, right? Yeah. I've never heard yeah. of it. Yeah, no, well, I just a, like jazz. It's comforting to my brain. It is comforting, and it's good for your brain. Yeah. Well, you'll like, well, you'll like this because something you don't know about me. My uncle was in Charlie Parker's band. Um, no yeah. So my uncle was a guy named Red Rodney. If you ever watched the movie Bird, he's like the albino <laughs> guy in the movie. And did you ever see the movie Bird? <laughs> no. no. Clint Eastwood directed a Wait, movie about Charlie birds Parker. Go crazy? No, no. It's a it's a no, famous that's <laughs> famous that's a different <laughs> movie. Haley, what's going on? Um, so, um, Birds, that's Albert Hitchcock, different thing. Oh. Bird was a movie that um, uh, Clint Eastwood directed, and it starred Forrest Whitaker and playing Charlie Parker. My uncle was in Charlie Parker's band. His name was Red Rodney, and he was a very famous jazz musician. What? Yeah. Let's look him up later. But anyway. Wow. Just, yeah, yeah. So, so you so, just come from it. I, well, he married into my family, but he was the only one that was like musically attached to my family. But So you studied jazz, but at what point were you like, hey, I want to do like rock, pop, 
I mean, because your music is like, a, you know, you have elements of different kinds of music in your music. See, it's easy to say that I went to school for jazz. I sang jazz once I got there. I got into Berkeley like by singing one of the songs on my punk from my punk oh, band cool. playing okay. guitar. Okay. Like that's how I got in. Then once I got there, they're like, you have a jazz voice. I'm like, OK. And then I just started doing that. But Can you I sing some jazz. Uh, right I now? could. Right yeah, now, I go. could. Give us like a line. Uh, come fly with me. Fly and fly Wait, let's fly, let's fly away. My heart. That's really all I got. Frank Sinatra? Really, if you, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. If you have a deep voice, I guess you, you sing yeah. jazz. Um, but at some point you made yeah. the tradition to other, you made the transition, or were you well, always into other? While I was at Berkeley, yeah, yeah, I started working with pop producers and I started writing more of that kind of style. I actually, uh, so we put out, a, me and, and the group of guys that I was working with put out a little project called Crush Club on MySpace. This was how I'm dating myself now. Can we find <laughs> it? Can we find it? We want to find it. Yeah, you can. Haley, start Googling. Because Wait, that's Crush what? Crush, Crush Club, Club on MySpace. was the group. And we had like one song that had a chance at taking off, you know, like people started <laughs> discovering it. Oops. So we got hit up by this DJ on, um, oh, thank you. She got the batteries. I also Google good sell and you don't come up. Good. It's an atomic uh, scientist. There may not be any word, proof of good cell. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So you, so you, all right. So you're you're in this group. Oh yeah, in the group. And then some DJ hits me up and he's like, "Hey, I really like your stuff. I think this rapper would work really well with you." And the DJ was Carnage, and the rapper was G Easy. Oh, wow. And uh, that's how I met him and started working with him a little bit. I like, like G. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's cool. I mean, he's a star. Like yeah. I knew as soon as I met him, yeah. I was like, "This guy's gonna be a star one yeah. day." But when he went on his first tour, like they stayed in my dorm room, and oh, so cool. Yeah, no one came to the show, and then crazy. and then you just started like making music, performing out, or like and then, yeah, then the label saw you. How did Warner Brothers get involved? That was because people want to know how people get discovered, know, right? Yeah, of course. And I think that's like part of what the show can do. Also, like we're talking about being aspirational, how people make it, how people aspire to make it, how you go from being in a small town, or you go to music school, or you go to John Casablanca's Haley modeling school Ugh. and um, and then all of a sudden you got a hit song you got a hit TV show you got a film you got whatever you got so how does that happen so the process like did you have an A&R guy that came to see you perform somewhere or you just yeah, sent in like demos oh somewhere no it was not that quick I I mean I I maybe started performing around Hollywood in like 2013 okay so it wasn't like an overnight thing you've been doing this <laughs> no. for like so six seven have, like, ten years no. I've been working at this for years and you gotta be patient you Every just gotta be overnight success was ten years in the making yeah I believe that you know for the most part I believe that except for people like Post Malone who literally says yeah I just moved to LA and started doing music and blew up and now I'm the biggest artist on the planet and the rest of us go cool man yeah. we hate you but right. we love you also that's not always how <laughs> it works to, like, it's how, not most lying. of the time it's not how it works right. he's he's an anomaly you know yeah. I'm sure um, probably that had a whole team a working yeah. for him maybe you yeah. never know you never know anyone's story like I don't even I don't even try to pretend like I know anyone's story anymore like I'll bet they came from here no I, I so like yeah I, I was just working on music while working at a bar and then put out the first EP got attention Independently, you know, I, I met my manager and I was working with a producer, but I was just like a working musician in yeah. Hollywood, you know. And uh, how would you get gigs at restaurants or not restaurants at places? <laughs> not <laughs> restaurants. restaurants. I didn't. Even, I never. Like, did you have an agent? I I didn't have an agent until 2015. He's still my agent. And so, how but how are you getting gigs then in Hollywood? Uh, I was just playing little showcase things. Like people would hear the music or they found it online. Genghis Cone or like one of those places. Like we played a hotel cafe, uh, like all those like local places. Not, right? not far from over here, we played at the Lexington, or when it was the Lexington yeah. Social House. I don't know if it still is. We played a, 
I don't know. It was the, you just keep playing little things that come up. It's, Someone dude, sees it's su- you. It's such a long. It's a long thing. It's People long think it's like thing. overnight, but it's not overnight. By but any when means. it when it really started working was actually just last year. Like I I I was making money from doing college shows because I was big on the college sh- mm. circuit in like the last couple of years. So that helped. That like made it so I didn't have to work a day job anymore. Would you go out um, with the kids after like the frat houses? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh you do. God. And I mean, not like in a creepy way where it was like, hey, ladies, it's <laughs> like you want them to have that experience that they talk about like when Bryce Vine came out Dude. with that. It's also and, your like, fan base. Them, you That's know your what fan I mean? Because like, wouldn't Post like, Malone do all like the, the show? No. What did he do? Well, there is some famous guy that always like go to like college towns. Like all my college friends that are in Oregon, always like, oh, we partied with him one night after the show. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually, you, you guys heard that story recently where like this, he did like a meet and greet, and apparently someone said he smelled so bad that the woman, oh, Mike like, Posner, the woman like threw up or something after she met. Oh, him. Most oh Malone, yeah. That's a crazy story, but um, that's, wow, that's that's the world we live in. But uh, but he's a very talented artist, though. So. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So um, so this year so, was really it for me, man. Like I put out the song Drew Barrymore independently. And then it got onto New Music Friday. I'd been putting out singles for years, and then it finally got one on New Music Friday. And then that's when the labels started calling. I like went into Geffen Records, I think, and in uh, my pajamas, not realizing that they were trying to sign. <gasps> right. um, what do you think you were going there for? I, I, was, I knew was one of the yeah, I knew one of the A and R's, and he was like, "Oh, let's meet for lunch." And then he was like, "Actually, just come to the building." So I'm like, "All right." Oh, I you see. Um, say, bring your sleeping bag. I wear my pajamas. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was just, I'd been turned down. It's not like that all of a sudden the labels were calling and I had never heard from them before. Yeah. I had met Columbia. I, I don't want Everyone. to name all the yeah, labels, yeah. but I had met so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like they kind of got it. They kind of didn't. Oh, you're too pop. But you're now you're with rap. Warner Brothers, which is great. It's which is huge, fantastic. Huge. Huge. Rainy. The home of Hancock. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm with and Sire Records, which yeah. is part of Warner. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and Red Hot. Yeah, I mean, they had, uh, I'm the first artist to be signed to the, like, they just redid Sire. Yeah. So I'm the first one that they've like been pushing. And Amazing. And so tell us about so the other stuff dropping soon. So because I mean, um, yeah, I got a song it. dropping in two weeks. Two weeks. Hey. It's hey. called La La Land. It's about <gasps> I, conversations in L. A. Look at my tattoo. What does it no say? No way. What does it say? It's really? coming off. It says La La Land. Okay. So this like, is meant to did be. Did you get that because of the movie? Yes, because uh, it reminds yeah. me of freaking L.A. Like, it's my life story in a movie. We didn't even know that, guys. <laughs> so now we have Haley with the tattoo, La La Land. Yes. And Bryce's so new funny. song now is called La Now I feel La La like a weird fangirl that so. has your tattoo name. And I'm going to tell everyone that's why you got yeah. it. 100%. And you know in what? fact, I might need to take a picture. And From so now on, proof. this is all that that song has become inspired by your tattoo, Haley. <laughs> See, I knew you'd have yeah. a song about me. So that song comes out very, very soon. And then the full length and every, I mean, everything's I don't know out. when that's coming out. I mean, I it's almost like you don't even need that these days, right? You don't, right? You don't anymore, like, does it? But I still want to put out yeah. a body of work. Because Cardi, Cardi actually only put out, I want to say, three or four singles. And then all of a sudden, she's the biggest artist out there. And like she now the album's out. But initially, it was only like a handful of singles yeah. and guest spots and whatever. So. You're listening to Lips LA with Scott Lips. <laughs> I was going to sing, but I didn't want to ruin the song. So it was so good. Imagine if I sang and I was like off key or something. It was great, though. Bro. I did want to jump in with the drums a little bit because I thought I could have helped you out with that tapping stuff. Yeah, we should definitely do that. And actually, I really like doing that. So we need to do these like live things. That was awesome. We need to do that every week because that was so cool. Wow, and that's wow, a great wow. song. And and when you hear a song stripped down like that with acoustic guitar, you realize what a good song it is. So, kudos. So everyone, go out, and download it. Wrapped around my neck and on my head. And uh, who's in the video, Bryce? Because there was like a girl in the video. Tell us about the video. Yeah, Christian Serratos. She's on The Walking Dead. Cool. Um, are you a fan? You watch that show? Yeah. One She's of my best friends. Do you watch the show? 
I, oh yeah, I've been watching it. It's until the last season where they killed off like my favorite right. character in a really horrible way. So one of my one Why of my super good. Video? Oh, thanks. Oh, well, that's the next video, Why Haley. The, the next that video is Lala. I Land, couldn't afford so, you. Yeah. Oh, I like that. She's, she was a friend of mine since I was 15 years old, so she did it for free. That's funny because uh, Norman Reedus on the show is one of my it's great hot. friends. He's he was a client. Who is uh, um, Norman? Norman. Oh, he's um, the main. He's the main Dale. guy. Dale. Yeah, right. He's, he's great. The action character. The whole. Thing. He's a great, great friend. He he has a really. He has a son with Helena Christensen, another one of our clients. So. Um, he's great, Norman. Love him. No kidding. So, um, yeah, so that was awesome. So, any gigs coming up or anything that we should know about? Yeah, like the- I'm playing in Manhattan Beach in an hour, and then I'm playing here tonight in Hollywood. Uh, Are you? School night, yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Is this like a real thing? Like, it's really real, are? yeah. Oh. But I think- it's not like ahead of it, like a week <laughs> ahead. <laughs> so, you're playing Manhattan Beach in an hour? Uh, hour, hour and a half. Like, right. where at? Um, I'm doing a K K Rock cool. show, amazing. K-Rock uh, which is, is amazing. weird because I didn't think that the song really had crossover appeal no, like does. that. But I think it, it does. Apparently, it does. So yeah. that's cool, which is great because I listened to K Rock growing up. Strikers. I'm doing an interview with Striker, which is cool. That's awesome. And then tonight, yeah, we're playing. Are you? Did Matt not tell you that we're playing school night? I don't. I'm not sure, but oh, let's well, just say I heard. It. I heard it. it. I heard it. Would it. Be let's great just if say you I heard yeah, well, so I think maybe last. Do you guys want to join in on the chorus? Because I feel like we have the we, we have the team of Lips LA here, and oh, if you wow. guys do you know the words? Because if you know the words, if, we do do that? if you know the words, I think we need you don't to get have the. To. You we have the just whole have to team here. We have Anaheed, we have Mana, we have Michael, we have Steffi. Obviously, we have Haley about Bailey. So will you record it? If I we do feel it? like okay. we really should do this because we're all here, right? I'll just we'll just do this. So, guys, you know the words. I think that we need to. So Bryce is going to teach us. Don't tell them I said that. Bryce is going to teach us the core. Uh, you you want to just sing it? Like play the electronic sounds? No, no, no. We're going to play oh, the song. The whole the point of this sounds. is to play the song, like, and we'll sing along with Bryce. So the, the words for the chorus, you're the next Drew, right? This yeah. is what we're going to sing, guys. You're the next guys. Drew Barry, and I want more, and all these other girls wonder what I fuck with you for. Okay. So you guys know no, that? doesn't swear. Guys, we're all going to sing this here, so just get ready, okay? So here's what we're going to sing. We, there's an edited version, obviously, for yeah. radio. It's here's what, what we're I'm gonna loving sing. you for. We're going to sing, you're the next Drew Barry, and I want more. And all the girls wonder what I fuck with you for. What I fuck with you for. So you, it, you're all going to get on here. You're all going to get on here. Like everyone's going to get on here. The whole it, it works really well when there's like gang vocals. So gang, gang vocals. Gang, gang, gang. gang. Being gang like, gang's all here. Everyone in the gang has to sing this, and this is what, what's making it cool. And then we'll do like a trailer video with Bryce, and he'll see what that's all about. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, Bryce, why don't we just take it one chorus before, and then you say what you know, chime in, and then we're all gonna sing. So, okay. guys, here's your big singing debut, guys. Oh, so, I hope everyone's ready. Yeah, you're not gonna okay. hear it, but it doesn't matter. You're gonna, you're gonna sing. Haley. Give me some vocal okay, here warm-ups. We <laughs> here we go. Okay. First chorus is you. Uh, you're the next Drew Berry, and I want more. And all these other girls keep wondering what I fuck with you for. Everybody now. You're, You're the, the next Drew Barry. Yeah. <laughs> and now I want more. And all these girls, girls keep wondering what I fuck with you for. It's a lot of words. Uh, One more time. You're, You're the next Drew Barry. And I want more. And all these girls, other girls keep wondering what I fuck with you for. That was almost perfect. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That was good. Oh, yeah. that, was a, that was a team Lips LA effort. That's cool. You did it. The next yeah. thing we're going to come on stage with Bryce and sing that. No, he doesn't want I'm us. I'm dead serious. We should 100% want, do that one. Bryce definitely does not want oh, us coming on stage singing that. We have to oh, learn the great. words before we do that. We can't go on stage and like flub the words gonna, like that, right? I'm going to just post it. Um, I'm going to save it so I can have it. But yeah, oh, that, gotcha. 
That was awesome. So, um, Bryce, man, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks it was for awesome. Me, um, we got one more cool piece of content we'll be creating that we'll show you guys. So, this is going to be a, a podcast, so it's going to live on forever and ever and ever. And a lot of people like to listen to podcasts, okay. like on airplanes, I found out. I guess podcasts when people are flying is like a I big thing. To listen. Right, exactly. Or in LA traffic. A lot of like models tell me they love podcasts. I'm like, okay, we should make this into a podcast. So, it's going to be on Instagram TV coming up. We're going to do a couple, like a little edit, so you'll see it up there. Um, obviously on all the social channels and obviously on Dash Radio. So um, we want to thank everyone for coming on today. We want to thank Haley for missing all her appointments <laughs> and co-hosting and stepping in. Had a great time. And, you know, you were well, always part of the plan. We so, <laughs> Except me. I don't appreciate oh, yeah. it. You're yeah. fine. <laughs> we all appreciate it. And, and you're I funny feel like so. you're obligated. But <laughs> And check out Haley's TV show when it comes out. Called on Turned. Yeah. Turned. And also follow me on Instagram. Right, and don't you forget. Know, the, yeah. more, Bailey, not more importantly, Bailey. don't watch a show. Just follow <laughs> Haley on Instagram. Um, it kind of is more important right. now. Everyone Thank follow Bryce on Instagram <laughs> at Bryce Fine and check out his music on Spotify and all other cool. all other Super streaming cool. services. Bryce likes and, my shoes. Um, thanks for thanks too. for the incredible team, Lips LA, Michael, Anahi, Mana, Steffi, everyone oh, else. Thank you, and. Um, Last but not least, Anise Gallagher for coming on, Montana Tucker, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a great week, everyone. You're listening to Lips LA with Scott Lips. Hey, Dennis Quaid here, and I want to tell you about the Orange Street. Now, I have recently started a podcast network called Audio Up, and much as I prepare for movie roles, I've been researching the podcast landscape and listening to hundreds of podcasts. One in particular stopped me in my tracks. The Orange Tree. It's a true crime podcast series told with such authenticity and care by Haley Butler and Tinu Thomas, two journalists who were University of Texas students when they started reporting on the story. It's about the 2005 murder of a young woman named Jennifer Cave near the University of Texas at Austin campus. What struck me most was the thorough examination of the case and the exclusive access granted to these two young reporters. What makes this true crime story so unique is their perspective. They're two young women who are the same age as Jennifer Cave and at very similar points in their lives. The Orange Tree is engaging, it's thoughtful, and really, really powerful. Take a listen to The Orange Tree on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts today. In Lauren Lake's courtroom, there is no nonsense. When you have but I just said I'm a bit of Don't right? talk when I'm talking. Just results. Mr. Jackson, you are the father. Live it, own it, be it. You see it? Listen to Lauren Lake's Paternity Court on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.